Definitely going to try to make this work. Thank you guys for tuning in again to another episode of Just Another Podcast Show. I am your host. I am from Jupiter. Uh, This is episode seven, and I'm kind of still on the fence on whether to call it a world without black people or just simply call it black people. But that's basically what this episode is all about today. We're going to just be discussing black people. Um, sorry, had some in my mouth, but yeah, um, basically just anything and everything about black people, uh, you know, I'm still stuck in the house. It, um, that's a reference based off the last episode, episode six. Uh, you can check that episode out as well. Uh, stuck in the house with my special guest, um, abstract mindful, AKA Chanel. See, I just flipped that around. That's some black people shit, you know, because her that's not her name. But anyways. But yeah, definitely check out that episode as well. And also tune in to her podcast show, uh, which we did discuss about on that episode. Uh, but again, today, this episode, black people. Um, what is it about black people? You know, everything Uh, (laughs) and that's that's not even me answering the question honestly that's just me being completely honest i mean everything is dope about black people but we'll talk about it um i definitely tried to find you know a few black people to join in on this episode with me and record but you know due to the whole coronavirus and the self, um, not self-love, um, social distancing that everybody is still practicing. Um, again, this is why I'm currently here today doing the episode by myself. However, <clears throat> I did reach out to a couple of black people that I know and rock with, uh, that I am going to call on the air. I'm going to give them a little bit of time as well. Um, to basically discuss, you know, What's dope about being a black person or um, what the world would be without without black people. So, yeah, I mean, that's basically the episode today. Um, You know, black people are definitely. It's just great. Like, if you're not a black person and you're currently listening to this. Like you really are missing out. Like and I and I'm sorry to say that, but you really are. Because it's just so dope to be a black person. Um I mean it's it's a few things. Like prime example, um, in my honest opinion, <clears throat> I feel like black people made the internet. And let's let's talk about it real quick, you know, because anything that comes on T V or anything that's been seen on the internet, black people are always able to turn it around into a meme or a gif. And you got to think of how many scenarios people come across on their timelines each day to where they can use those same memes and gifs on the uh, post. So it's just like, bro, that I, I, I think that's awesome to me. Like, Um, I mean, like, as well, you know, like, Twitter. In my opinion, I mean, you know, and I'm always going to have my opinions. Um, Even if a white man did make and establish and produce the Twitter app, 
again, black people made the Twitter app. Because if you're not in black Twitter, and if you're black, you're in black Twitter. So you see everything that goes on on a day-to-day basis. Black black people are on top of everything, like, by the snap of the fingers. Like, they're literally like that. Like, we are all like that. It's It doesn't matter what it is. Like, first thing that you hear when you wake up, you go to social media, and you see black people will be serious about it. Some black people will be sad about it. And then you got the black people that are ignorant about things or as well making jokes about the scenarios. You know, I've I've seen a few black people, you know, turn this whole pandemic and social distancing and stuff around, like, into jokes. Like, you know, first couple of days, yeah, you know, it's kind of heartbreaking. Can't kick it with your friends. Can't kick it with your family members. Can't go outside, go to the bars, shit like that. But black people were able to get on the internet and turn everything into a joke so i think that's dope you know like we're we're real sarcastic about things that happen in life i mean and sometimes you gotta be that way you do like you just gotta look at life in a sarcastic aspect and then just laugh it off you know things work out better that way i think um, and then also as well, when it comes to like black people on social media, black people are real eager to stick together on social media. However, black people are also anxious to tear each other down on social media. Now, I'm not saying that the whole tearing down part is something that needs to happen more because it definitely doesn't. You know, I, I feel like us sticking together more needs to happen more like we we need that a hundred percent now again like anything that happens around the world that gets turned into a meme or a gift like you have to understand that black people are so quick to jump onto shit like that and come together to where everybody's throwing out jokes towards the situation whatever it is again and again it's like Black people are literally the Power Rangers. <laughs> like, and, and I'm only saying that because of how quick everybody can group together on a scenario. Like, even, like, even people, you know, that hate Trump. Not people, but black people that hate Trump, you know? They're, they're willing to stick together and tell Trump, fuck you, fuck off. Like you don't deserve to be a president And how the fuck do you plan on Making America great again Cause you're not doing shit right now For real Honestly the only thing Trump is doing That may actually be helping the black community Is passing out those stimulus checks Now if they up the stimulus checks To 2000 a month That's 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 gonna be That's gonna be funny to me like I I don't know I I I just think it'll be super funny if that happens, but yeah man nah just like black people sticking together um you know like one one group I'll say that I enjoy seeing stick together and and this is in a supportive way you know is the eighty five South show 
uh, Chico Bean, Carlos Miller, DC Young Fly, you know, with with them taking off how they took off with their podcast show, they did it together. You know, that's definitely one thing I've always wanted. Like, maybe it was a personal goal, and maybe it was just a personal goal to have, or I don't know if it was a personal goal that I needed, but just seeing a group of black people work together on the same things that they want in life is just mad magnificent, like, period. You And you have nothing else to do but to respect it. And you have to bow your head down to it. And not even bow your head down. You just got to tip your hat off to shit like that, for real. Because, I don't know, seeing stuff like that, it just makes me want to work, for real. Like, being black people being a group together and working together, getting shit done together. We need to continue that more. Now the whole tearing down thing. Eh, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when I come across those type of posts, like they be funny, but then other times it's like, damn, you took it way too far. I don't even feel like you should have said that. I stay in my lane for the most part. I don't, I don't be saying too much. You know, like I may just keep my opinion in my head or I may just tweet my opinion on the side. Like you never really know. But yeah, man, that that whole tearing down thing is crazy. And then like we're in 2020 and today still like you see a lot of black men tearing down black women and you'll see black women talk about it, you know. And and they have all rights to express how they feel about that. And I don't, I don't know. You know, maybe sometimes it is hard for black men to stop tearing down black women just because of how much pain and how much hurt that they took in with whatever women that they were dealing with, you know, that hurt them in the past. Maybe they haven't gotten over that. I'm not too sure, but black people tearing each other down you know that that yeah I wish that would stop you know especially with seeing black people go about the crafts you know and when you see people talk about support it's not and I feel I look at it like this like I don't think people are begging for support but I feel like you know if if you really fuck with me like you say you fuck with me you're black i'm black we need to stick together and support each other get both of our brands out there get both of our businesses out there you know i i just feel like maybe that's that's what we need more for the community but you know some people some people in the community are also selfish so you know, sometimes it, it can be a little difficult when you work with somebody selfish and can't see the same vision as you see it, you know. Um, actually want to go ahead and um, show respect out to a black woman. I definitely be Simone. Um, I came across um, her clip on Facebook earlier today. And she was basically talking about, you know, how, um, what you need to do, um, when it comes to people not supporting you, uh, whether it be family, friends, um, 
whatever it is, you know. It, and it was it was just so fucking like I was grateful to come across that post. Ma- matter of fact, let's let's run let's run to it real fast. the video i'm just like you know what that I, I i respect her way more in everything that she's doing because first off b simone is fucking fire on wild and out now i haven't caught into her book but i did hear that you know she did drop a book in regards of manifesting your dreams and whatnot now that that are type of reads i i like to read and honestly, after watching that video earlier today, I would actually like to um, definitely check out that book just to see what what her aspect in life was in regards of reaching that what that billion dollars that she that she hit, I think, or one million. Man, but I, I definitely got got to show respect to her. You know, it's she she did her damn thing. And she was talking that shit And when she was doing the boop Like she was just pushing her hand to the side Like oh you don't believe in me Skirt Out of the way You feel me And and that's why I'm just saying Like I feel like As black people like That's one thing that Everybody needs to work on more Is basically supporting each other more You know um, The support system for the black community Is terrible but um I'm actually going to right now make a phone call. Uh, I'm gonna call a black woman. Now this black woman, um, I was looking to actually get onto the show, uh, but you know, for safety of herself, um, her family, me and my family, uh, we weren't able to record that episode. So I'm actually going to call her real quick so we can get a take from her. On black people Hold on give me a second 
black people are fire. All right, just know that. You hear it ringing? Hello. Hey, what's going down? Hey, nothing. What's up? All right, not much. I'm chilling. So I am, as you know, recording right now uh, for just another podcast. Um, hey, people. Yes, yes. Uh, you want to you want to give the people your name and where they can reach you at real quick? Oh, sure. Everybody, it's Lima. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at the real Lima, L I Y M A. Um, and I think Facebook's the same too. My business page at the real Lima. Okay. So check me out. Alright, I, I appreciate you answering the phone call real quick I just need like 5-10 minutes of your time And again, um, whatever's going on in the background It's it's not going to mess up anything We're all good Okay, cool, cool Because I don't know if you hear stuff already but uh, I did when you answered, but now yeah. I don't So <laughs> we're moving forward <laughs> Alright, so, um, so again, I'm on this episode right now um, Discussing black people um, my favorite kind of people. <laughs> hey, you gotta love you some black people though, right? You got to. Um, but no, so my question, and I'm gonna be asking different questions. Um, but my question for you, what, in your opinion, what do you think the world will be without black people? Bland as fuck. Ooh. Like white people chicken. White people chicken? That's the world without black oh, people. If, Just and, bland, unseasoned. Yep. As fuck non just no one would want to be on earth oh. if it was no black people because this would be the weakest place <laughs> be the weakest fucking place in the universe but fortunately enough we're here even though they treat us like shit mm. we're still here and mm. we're just you know seasoning up the whole place talk your shit girl <laughs> <laughs> talk your shit now, when you say they're fucking us over or up? Uh, so they don't give a shit about us. They treat us like shit. Well, we do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't understand it. I don't, um, you know, it's like black people don't even have to be doing shit. It's just like, like the COVID 19 and the stuff that's happening over in China. Talk about Every it. news freaking reporter has say, stated this came from some Chinese person eating fucking bats at the wrong time in the wrong place, right? But for some apparent reason, the racism with black people in China has spiked up since COVID-19. Like, we had something to do with COVID-19. We not eating no fucking bat. Right. What, you know what black person like, you know going to eat a goddamn bat? <laughs> we can barely get people to try oxtail and go, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is not a lie. That's not a lie. not eating bats. You feel me? So how the, why the fuck is the racism going up in China like we got anything to do with it? So people just like to blame shit on black people or make black people like, you know what I'm saying, the, the go-to people to hate when they have nothing else to hold on to. We're, Instead of just, you know, looking in the mirror or aiming at white people, it's always black people. I don't get it. So they treat us like shit any chance we get. You are right. They just step on us. You are right. They, they do. They definitely, still rise, okay? they definitely do treat us like a target, man. And yeah. that's, that's something that we gotta watch out for. It's so crazy. I mean, well, this is more like Japan. They really take our culture a lot. And China's, I guess, has always been a lot of racism. But, um, yeah, it's been crazy. Mm. Mm. So, okay. No, no, that, that was good. That was good. You said bland as fuck. 
white it people is. chicken. Yes. And for you motherfuckers should know what white people chicken is. <laughs> have you? Just oh wait. <laughs> real, real quick, real quick, real quick. Have you ever tasted white people chicken? I have had multiple white people chicken, uh-huh. and it's uh, this. Week, but I have one person that's like mixed with Mexican and like and white, so I don't know if that really counts because they actually season it. Um, but um, not black, so yeah, yeah. One this white this white lady I do know. She will tell you she doesn't saw her food, and she will not <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> She would tell you, I do not use salt. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, she, and she'd be perfectly okay with that shit. Yeah. Uh, she don't use salt. Yeah, white people weird. That, it's already bad enough they don't wash their legs. <laughs> I, I wish you could see my, I should have FaceTimed you because you should see my face. Uh. I'm just I'm just a black man trying to tell the truth on the air, man. You feel me? That's I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I appreciate you because you wanted to bring up the white people chicken. I feel like that was needed. That is funny as fuck. So if some if if I call somebody else and they mention anything about white people chicken, I'm gonna just be like, that was already discussed. <laughs> Let them know, okay? Cool. You know what I'm saying? Still being there. Yeah, man. Um, um, another another quick question before I let you go. Um, what are you learning with life during this quarantine? Uh, what am I learning with life? Okay. Um, I am learning how to cook things that I didn't know how to cook before because I got time. <laughs> 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 things that I could not master I am mastering now because there's nothing else to do and um, I'm learning that I don't do shit like I don't do shit that's that isn't like materialistic I guess in a way mm. like I don't I'm not you know at one with myself and myself alone mm-hmm. I don't know if that I don't know if that's just a me thing or if that's universal but it's like you take away so many different things I'm like I have a lot of I need to I need to focus on my mind right. to find peace there right I find I, I'm codependent on outside <laughs> I feel you I feel you you got me you got me feeling like I'm at red table talk with Jada Pinky Smith and shit. okay <laughs> That's what I am with it. That's what I've learned okay. through this time, you know. And I feel like if I keep if I keep getting locked in the house, I'm going to be like flying and shit. I need to be able to fly. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> you know what? If you learn how to fly, you got to teach me because you already know. I, I want to learn too. Start meditating and fucking elevating this shit is too much. Let me out. Facts, facts. But that's where I am with it. Well, that that was that was definitely good shit. That was good shit. I do appreciate you as well. You no wanna problem. you wanna uh, give the people your information one more time before I let you go? Yes, be sure to follow me on Instagram at the real Lima. Um, don't DM me; I won't respond. <laughs> <laughs> That's a black person response right there. I like it. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. I'm gonna get hate now after this, but that's what's up. 
I'm glad you got me a part of it, man. I appreciate it. Yep, yep. I got to see who I'm going to call next. <laughs> you have fun. No one's gonna be as fun as me, but you have fun with that. Yeah, man. I, I decided to put my uh, PlayStation controller down and hop on the mic for these niggas. Um, you know, just to talk about black people. Hey, real. I'm sorry. Real quick before I let you go again. Have you seen Black as Fuck? Yes, it's great. Bro, we got to talk I about this. It. I'm almost it's done funny with it. As fuck. Okay. Can we talk about this when I'm done? Yes. Yes. Bet. Bet. Yes, bet. We can. All right. All right. I'll hey. hit you up. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You know, the one thing also about black people when it comes to hanging the phone up, we definitely take forever to say bye and hang the phone up. That's for sure. Um, I'm not lying. And if so, if I'm lying, then somebody let me know that I'm lying after you hear this part of the episode. You feel me? Um, yeah, I'm about to... Make another phone call real quick. About to make another phone call real quick. And then we going to jump into the next topic. Or I might take a break. As a black person, I might just take an early 15 minute break. Because you know how black people be at work. Niggas never want to work. They always want to do everything else at work but work. It's me. I'm niggas. Okay? Like, I went back to work um, on Thursday. And, nigga, I was ready to leave in, like, literally within five minutes. Like, you couldn't tell me shit. Like, bro, I was ready to go. Like, just... Yeah, nah. And, and I'm that nigga that be taking them extra breaks, too. Like, if I need me a little extra ten-minute break because of my calls, nigga, I'm going to take my break. Fuck that. Let's see if he answered. If he don't answer, I'm going to cut this part out. Your call has been forwarded to... Oh, hell nah. See? That's niggas. He going to call me back. My phone on. Do not disturb. Call has been forwarded this bum. That that was my cousin I was trying to call. I'm I'm cutting that part out. He ain't getting no love. Um but yeah, man. That's that and that's niggas for you. That's black people. Like niggas always don't want to answer the phone, but gonna call you right back. Watch. He he gonna call me back, but my phone is on do not disturb, so it's like Oh, bro, I can't even get you right now. Let me see. Let me just make another phone call here real quick. Hello? Hey, what's good with my boy? Hey, what's up, my guy? Shit, chillin', man, chillin', man. So you're, right now, you're currently on air. Uh, just another hey, podcast right, right. show. I got you on the mic. You want to go ahead and give the people your information real quick? Hey, it's uh, Mike Scott. Not from the office, though. Hey, uh, <laughs> and please say <laughs> on all social media. Um, again, please say the singer all together. That's art. 
So, real quick, um, you know, this is episode seven, Black People. I'm calling around, um, uh, well, I'm calling around black people, um, you know, trying to yep, yep. just ask, maybe, I may ask maybe two questions, three questions, just to get your ideas on things. My first question to you, um, as a black man, what is dope about being a black person? Uh, I would say what's dope about being a black person is basically being the originator of almost everything. Um, it may not we may not have our name on it first because you know some some other people they may have the resources you know take it out of our hands and uh, claim it for themselves before we have a chance to. But almost everything originates from black people, and for our minds to be that creative and, and be that important in the earth or we're everywhere in general, you know what I'm saying? Just is dope. That's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Um, oh, what? Um, now, this was also a topic that I want to discuss, which I'll probably discuss once we hang up. But just to catch an idea real quick, um, Black Lives Matter. Uh, when's the last time that you've actually heard and spoken with somebody in regards of Black Lives actually mattering? Um, it's been quite a while since, basically since like the the police brutality thing. I don't I don't know if it's actually died down, but this is out of the media because that's the only way we actually really want to know about it or actually want to do something about it is when it's in the media. Mm-hmm. But um, the fact uh, it hasn't been in the media, so uh, it's been a while. I would say months. I mean, I probably saw it here and there, but it wasn't as rampant as it was when police brutality was in the media. Right, right. Do you feel as if the movement was made for the good of things, or it just looks like it sounds good? I mean, it definitely, its intention was always good. I definitely will give them that. It's just, it's just we don't have the resources, you know, like I was saying earlier, the reason we, we don't have the resources or people that can control the resources for us don't want to give us that power. It's mm-hmm. only so far we can come. The intention was always good, of course. Uh, the intention was always to rise above, and like we always try to do. But the people that's above us, that that's our ceiling, it's only so far we can go, honestly. Facts. 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 All right. And I actually still got some time real quick. Um, Real fast. How would you, or no, not how would you, um... How are you surviving through this quarantine and social distancing lifestyle right now? Um, as far as like social distancing goes, as far as like the technicalities of it, don't go nowhere type of thing. That's always been me. I've probably been quarantining for years now, for real, for real. If you want to, <laughs> <laughs> you want to, if you want to include that, so actually staying in the house and you know enjoying my house, enjoying who's in my house and all that. That's 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 been. You know, that's been easy for me. Um, it's been pretty much, you know, like normal, a normal day, but for me, a normal day, but like times I want to actually like go hoop or go do something, I can't do it right now. Right. So it's been, it ain't, it ain't been, it hasn't been a challenge at all. I know that I want to say at all, but it hasn't been a challenge. Grocery shopping is the biggest challenge. Man, Jesus Christ, bro. Yes. I, I I was cool. 
Yeah, that that is a challenge, man. Cause them grocery stores, man, <laughs> just be having people man, acting weird as fuck. Right grocery shopping versus DoorDash. Mm. Oh yeah, niggas was just recently making some bread off that DoorDash shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, real, real, real quick, like as a as a black man, do you feel do you feel worried or scared about this coronavirus? Does this put any type of fear into you? I would say nah, nah, not no fear. Uh, uh, it's it, it kind of like that's a difficult it, that's a, a difficult question, of, ain't like, it? I don't want to say fear like a paranoia, but it's more so it's just just crazy because you don't know what people gonna turn into. You don't know how this how long it's gonna last for one. Facts. And then you don't know what desperate measures people gonna start turning into when they when they don't have what they need. Mm-hmm. And so that's 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 probably about the only thing that's on my mind constantly. I don't want to say I'm necessarily scared of the of that happening. Just it's like what what's gonna happen next? Right. And you don't know the I don't even know the future. Like is it? I'm at the point where I just don't know what's next to even be scared. Like you just gotta live in the moment and enjoy what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and that is all we can do right now. To be honest, is just live in the moment. Can't can't Period. focus on the future. Definitely can't focus on the past, and that's that's definitely one thing I'm still learning and trying to grasp onto. You know, during this whole quarantine and social distancing lifestyle, it's just it's just still difficult for me to get. But you know, keep practicing; it'll make perfect. Yeah, hey, we got all the time in the world right now to practice on what what really matters, what's essential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Well, my guy, I definitely do appreciate you your time um, to you know answer the phone and get on the mic and discuss black people real quick. Um, hey, no problem. Do you you have anything else to say before I let you go? Um, I appreciate you for giving me a call, uh, having me you know put my voice out there, my opinions on how I view the world, everything like that. Um, definitely, I'll tune in to the show. Man, I done played though. The second playlist that you just made, I think I done played that like four or five, probably 10, 12 times just playing 2K, listening to it because it's so dope. Hey. So I appreciate your show. Appreciate the platform that you're creating to get people out there, get black voices out there. This is what we need. Hey, hey, I appreciate you. Yes, yes. I'm going to definitely talk about that too. But yeah, if you, um, yeah, once I, once I, uh, get done with the episode and whatnot, you know, I'll, I'm going to hit you guys up in the chat. Appreciate it. For sure, bro. All right, man. Yeah, that that was another thing. I'm sorry. I did just actually, I actually did drop another playlist, uh, just some playlist part three, uh, currently via SoundCloud as well. Um, if you guys want to, you know, check that out, tune into it. Definitely got to say uh, shout out to my guy, Michael, uh, hopping on the phone call. Um, let's see. So right now. Uh, I'm gonna go on break, and we're we're gonna just play one tune. We're gonna play one song, and then we're gonna come right back to it, and we're gonna discuss more black people. Uh, one thing I want to talk about in regards to black people, black as fuck. Um, as you as you heard when I asked Lima, uh, if she's watched the show on Netflix, this show is funny as hell. We're gonna talk about that. Um, Black Lives Matter. Um, I definitely want to speak my opinion on that. Also. 
Uh, I think I have something else in regards to black people. I'm also going to try to do two more phone calls. Um, while I'm on this break, I'm going to reach out to my peoples, you know, black people <clears throat> or a world without black people. There's so many different ways you can ask that question. It's crazy. Um, what was I just thinking? Oh, no, I'm sorry. But yeah. Um, oh, that's what I wanted to say earlier. And I do apologize. Guys, I also want you to follow the podcast page. Uh, you can follow it on Instagram, just another podcast show. Uh, Twitter, just another podcast show. It's not necessarily a business page, but it's a like page. If you want to just go ahead and go like that page for me. Thank you. You guys will never miss out on information on upcoming episodes or events if they ever allow us to go outside where I can set up some shit. Um, Twitter is JAP show underscore. And yeah, that's all the social media for the podcast show. Um, now. The one thing uh, that I wanted to discuss was black as fuck. Now, Netflix be dropping some, they've been dropping some heat lately and I, I appreciate it. Um, I've randomly seen somebody talk about black as fuck on Facebook like a few days ago or whatever. But I was in the process of watching Too Hot to Handle, which is... Um, uh, so that just dropped on Friday is basically the circle. Uh, it's like another circle show, which I talked about on the first episode. Um, if you guys are aware of that show on Netflix, uh, but yeah, I watched that show, uh, finished it in about one or not one day, but two, three, maybe two. Um, then I started watching black as fuck after I seen that post. And I'm like, this nigga Kenya Barris is hilarious as fuck. And at first I was confused because I thought, you know, everybody that was on his, on the show was his actual family. Like his wife was his wife, his kids are his kids. Now his kids, I, I'm not too sure if his kids on that show are really his kids, but I know his wife is not his wife. Um, But no, that show is hilarious as hell, dog. Like, the one thing that I noticed um, about that show, like in comparison wise, like if you if you've watched my wife and kids and the office, it's like a mixture of those two shows put together. And it just makes the show even more funnier to me. I don't know why, but I've been seeing people saying the show is weak. The show is trash. Um, it doesn't doesn't represent anything i'm just like you guys are tripping because this is definitely a good ass show and it definitely deserves a season two um you know and this this is the guy that created blackish and i'm now i've never watched uh blackish mixed this grownish not not really i never really paid attention to those shows um but i do i do understand you know this show it's like blackish but it's based on his life and it's unfiltered um 
you know and that's that's another thing i like about netflix like netflix lets you drop whatever it is that you want to drop like they're not they're not limiting you on anything you ain't got to worry about what you say to not offend anybody like they're letting you drop it like period black as fuck like that's the title like anybody anybody that sees af like you're automatically thinking as fuck like the title name the title name by itself like that's a great title first off and it's it's not filtered you know that's that's the type of shit netflix needs that's the type of shit um black people may need to see for real for real um yeah but no that's it's really a great show i i appreciate it um one thing about that show um that he had mentioned was black fathers i want y'all to hear this out real quick because this was funny as fuck to me um and then i'll i'll just i'll go into detail right after check this out real fast Literally, you almost never hear someone say how someone's an amazing black dad. Mm. You hear it with a mom, but you almost never hear it with a black dad. Wow. If I ask you right now, name an amazing black dad. Uh, Cosby. No, no. But if I ask you to name an amazing black mom. Then I would say Michelle Obama. Oh, Hello. Hello. I love Serena Williams, too. Yeah. I, and Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, yes. Oh. Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith. And her mom, too. And Jada's mom, too. Moms, Mabley. Mom's maybe her name is just mom's in her except name, for dude. that. But yes, so probably was. You know what I'm saying? Actually, Let's to be fair, okay. my point being is, don't you think it's weird how in the streets, the black mom's fucking rep is like Marvel superhero level? They might as well walk around with capes on. They can do no wrong. But black dads in the street, our shit is trash. Trash. That's for real. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so that show is that show is funny to me but in that part specifically i feel like he was speaking some truth um because like when he when he like first even asked you know name an amazing black dad i started thinking to myself like outside of the people that i know personally like i started thinking about superstars and whatever uh that were black men and the only person that I could think of that could possibly considered an amazing black dad was Will Smith that I came about. I didn't, I couldn't think of anybody else. Um, but once everybody in the episodes started naming all these black women and whatever, I'm like, wow, you know what? Maybe we really do suck as fathers, <laughs> but I could also just be talking shit. Because I remember a time where, you know, they were saying back when I was probably in my teenage years and whatnot, you know, I was always hearing, um, oh, black men don't take care of their children. Uh, black men ain't never around their kids. Did it this and the third. Nigga. But like, it's literally 2020 and all you see nowadays are nothing but black men in their children's life. Like, that's beautiful. Like that's growth. I feel like a lot of people stop the cycles within their families and whatnot, or a lot of black men, I should say, have stopped the cycles within their family. Like I know I stopped um, 
the cycle on my end like you know like my dad my dad i grew up without my dad you know um quick quick little rundown um the last time i remember my dad was when i was three um the only thing i remember about my dad is him walking out the front door i didn't see him again um the next time i seen him you know was at 16 um and at the time that I seen him, I wasn't in the right position of my life. And I wasn't in the position that I needed to be in. Um, after that, you know, seeing him at 16, my dad was like, yeah, I definitely want to be in your life more. Um, I do love you. I do care about you. I, I want I want to show you the changes and I want to show you that I want to be there and be around you. But after that, I didn't see him. You know, I didn't see him again until I was like 20 something, you know, and just seeing things like that. So, like, when I come across stuff like what is it that, you know, your your parents have taught you in life? Um, The one thing my mom has taught me in life was to keep pushing, never give up and keep striving yourself to be better because you can be better, you know, Um and also as well work as hard as you can to get the things that you want like that those are the things that my mom has taught me as a black woman a single black woman at that my father on the other hand has taught me how to not be like him like and that's and that's what i mean by cutting the cycles off you know because i definitely don't want to follow my father's footsteps i don't want to be that guy that's okay with not being around their children you feel me like or oh i don't want to be that black father that's okay with their children not growing up to know each other and grow growing up to take care of one another you know because i can tell you right now like my relationship with my siblings now is not as strong as it should be and i'm I'm not going to put all the blame on him, but I am going to say that the source of the blame started because of our dad, you know, but within time, I mean, there, there came other problems and whatnot. Um, I do miss my brother though. Uh, I'm definitely going to try to reach out to him, uh, speak to him, see what, what's been going on with him, check on his mental health as a black man. You know, that's, that's another thing. Um, as black people, that's another thing that we don't focus on is our mental health. Um, mental health is definitely important. Um, you know, as, especially being a black person, you got to look at life right now. Like you got to look at how we're being viewed at. We're already being viewed as un- not unfit parents. Well, I guess you can say unfit if you're basically not in your kid's life. You're be- you're absent for sure. Like you're an absent parent. We're already being viewed as absent parents, um, murderers. There's definitely a lot of black on black crimes that goes on on a day to day basis. Thieves, niggas is always stealing shit. Um, you know, it's it's just a lot of things that we're being viewed as, and you know, just like Lima said earlier, they really are treating us like shit you know but 
in all reality, can we say that, you know, they're treating us like shit because we allow it? Like, because I know for one, like, I don't take shit from nobody. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, I'm not taking shit from no one, you know? So if we're up here saying that, you know, white people are out here treating us like shit, this, that, and the third, are we allowing them to treat us like shit? I don't know. That might be a question that we all need to ask together. Um, but hey, I mean, that's, that's just my hot take on it. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, I don't know, bro, but yeah, being a black dad, I mean, it's sometimes going back to being a black father, you know, it, it is tough and it can be tough. Um, I feel like honestly, black dads go through the most struggles when it comes to connecting with their kids. And that's only, that's only if the mom is just like, nah, I don't want you around my kid. I don't want you around my son. I don't want you to spend time with your daughter. Like that's, that's only if the mom is like that, because there are moms out here that will do niggas like that. And niggas don't even want nothing to do with her they just want to spend time with their kid you feel me and then that's that's i feel like that's a whole jealousy trait that comes within themselves because it's like oh you only care about your kid but you don't give a fuck about me and i birthed your kid you know so that i don't know that's that's definitely one thing that's tough um yeah, man, because, uh, I mean, black, I don't know. It's a lot of black fathers out here, you know, that are trying to fight for their rights, trying to get custodian rights of their children. Some some fathers don't even have visitation rights and don't even know where to start with getting visitation rights, man. Like, yes, you got to go down to the courthouse and start the process, but it's like, what do you do? Like, how, like. How does the process begin? How long does the process take? You know, it's, it, it'll be a lot of questions that a lot of black men will have. And some black men, they won't have the patience to go through that. So when when they don't have the patience to go through that, that's what really causes a lot of black men to disperse from raising their children. You know, like if we're going to be completely honest, a lot of moms push away dads from raising their kids like i'm not even about to sugarcoat this shit that's just what it is like yes we understand of course there are some dads that were willingly ready to get up and leave i get that you know i understand that i don't know any niggas like that but i understand i understand it but we not about to sweep under the rug the fact that there's not any black women out here that haven't pushed a nigga away from raising his kids. Um, so, yeah. Um, all right. Real quick. I'm actually about to make another phone call. <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and get her take on black people real fast. All right. And she actually just hit me back and said she was asleep. I bet you anything she was drooling in her sleep too. Let's let's see.
princess, I'm going to help you. Oh, hell to the no. Do you see what I'm talking about right here? <laughs> this this is black people for you. What's going on? What's popping? I I'm I'm not I'm not about to um overlook that. We're we're going to come back to that before you get off this call though. <laughs> Just uh, don't edit it out. No, I, I damn. <laughs> <laughs> I could have too. <laughs> All right, so you are currently on air. Uh, just another podcast show, episode seven. Uh, this is Black People. Uh, oh, great! I got Letitia calling too. Hold on. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Hey, great. What's up? All right. What? Um. <laughs> So I actually got you on the line and I got Quinn on the line. Um okay. I can merge the call. Yeah. Nice. All right. Um all right, back. Quinn. Yeah. Tisha. Hey, hey girl. Look 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 at the black love spreading right there. <laughs> I love my Quinn. Yeah. Where my baby at? Oh, there we go. Look, there, there we go. Taking right. care of the baby. Mm-hmm. Look at look <laughs> at the black mom. Screaming moms. all day. Screaming <laughs> mm-hmm. all day. We got the black moms online. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys answering the phone and calling back as well. Um, no problem. So I just need a little bit of your time. I've already made a few phone calls. Um, got a few people to talk on the air. I just want to know, um, you know, from your guys' perspective, uh, first question that I'm going to ask, what is dope to you being a black person, being a black woman? I'll be specific. Oh, wow. Um, you said what's dope to us about being a black woman. Yeah, what's dope to you being a black woman? I mean, everything from, like, our hair, our skin, Mileage, like we're just everything. You said mileage. I mean, yeah, because you know the women lead the pack, honey. Okay. Oh, that mileage. Facts. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these men will be out here long. I'm, I'm gonna shut up because there's mean, two I'm women on the line. Way back, because you know y'all may go out there and hunt for the food or whatever but because but you are even here mm. yeah, but, I, mean, yeah. I, definitely, I definitely gotta say um, I think that as women we, we definitely tend to be um, leaders um, I love the fact that you know for the most part if you're involved with a positive group of black women the the support and the love that they have for one another mm. really in there <laughs> <laughs> little cuz in he the back he was like great um so i mean the the support i love you know the fact that that we have like as black women we have our own thing um like she said the hair um just us being able to kind of we have our own style mm-hmm. um as black women so just us being able to do us okay okay and be imitated oh right oh always Holy right? Shit. never duplicated Ooh. always they dropping bars over here <laughs> jeez dropping them bombs okay um 
Now, what what do you guys think the world would be without black people? Oh wow! Dry. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> no flavor. <laughs> like, I mean, oh my god! About it, like, even uh, you know, I mean, you know, I'm into the whole spiritual thing and stuff, but even down to like healing and medicine and mm-hmm. pretty much literally making the world go round. Like black Definitely. people, <laughs> black people did that. Like they, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I feel like, yeah, when it comes to holistics and medicine and stuff like that, absolutely. You Mm -hmm. don't see, I mean, if we being honest, you don't see white people online posting about, about no holistic healing and, you know what I mean? None of that stuff. The earth, right? Yeah, you don't, you don't see that. And I mean, I went to a a primarily white high school. So, I mean, I got a lot of white friends on my face. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you don't see them posting, you don't see them posting about that type of stuff at all. Mm. It's us. Right. Mm. And I mean, and then, of course, you know, that dates back inventing stuff and like, it, without black people, they probably still be somewhere not taking baths because yeah. I just said that earlier too. Like they, <laughs> white people really don't wash their legs. Like that's crazy. Yeah, they, they probably the don't soap, wash their. They ass. think the soap running down their body is washing the legs. Yeah. yeah. I would hate but to I be also a white think, but I also wonder, like you asking what the world will be like without black people. It also makes me think. Like I mean, you just think about this country itself. Like. Mm-hmm have black people not come here but do you think it would be that same greed or hell no No. hell no I don't think it would either like the desperation from Mm -hmm. like that's and that's how I look at like slavery in the sense like they were literally desperate over here so Mm -hmm. it was like we gotta take we take in a sense I feel like they would not know how to survive mm-hmm. yeah. white people they they might they might buy like if black people didn't exist like if we didn't come to the United States they might buy a different culture of people and just have them do shit cause but you gotta think though uh-huh. they all were they all really derived from black yeah. people <laughs> so hmm. it's like there's like there's literally nothing without a period point blank. Facts. Facts. Um, that is true. Last question for you guys and then I'm definitely gonna let you guys go. Um, how are you guys surviving through this quarantine? And social distancing lifestyle. For me. Um, I barely went anywhere before. I just <laughs> can't go anywhere now. <laughs> oh, you staying your black ass at home, huh? And, um, the only thing that literally changes my kids ain't in daycare and I ain't going to work. Right, right. Kids is home. That's pretty much. And then, I mean, it's kind of, it's more frustrating for me as far as, like, trying to go grocery shopping and stuff because mm-hmm. only, like, here certain stores are doing certain things. Like, everybody's not on the same. You got some stores that's letting 10, 15 people in at a time, and then you got stores that's not. So I think that's frustrating oh, wow. because. It's like either get on the same page or like what? Because right. I will go. I shop at the farmers market, and I went last week, and it was regular, regular. You know, 
we go this weekend and they let in a certain amount of people in at a time, you know, line, oh, wow. line outside. So it's kind of like that's the frustrating part. Hmm. And but y'all about to start, they about to start opening stuff back up down there on exactly. Friday. I'm scared yeah. for y'all, boy. Y'all about to be out here like Florida. Listen, I'm scared. I'm still about to have an Atlanta man. As long as my job ain't thinking they about to have somebody coming and work on too, because I'm still not going nowhere. Like, <laughs> but it's so crazy because the thought See? process is like, okay, yo, we gave y'all y'all little twelve hundred. Now go mm-hmm. go out there and spend it. Go spend it, right? Mm-hmm. Go spend it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, they ain't slick. I'm leaving mine in the bank. Listen, um, and then my thing is like the stuff that they're opening isn't necessary. You opening yeah. salons and gyms and barbershops, yeah. like really, that is that's not. Hold on, now barbershops are important. But especially, no. but especially not the gym. No, if I can't get my hair washed, you can't get your hair cut. The fuck? And, ah! and it's really, like, for something like this, it's really not that necessary, like. Yeah, and the fact that that petition has been going around on Facebook talking about do a, a soft opening for salons, it's like, I, I get it. I get it as a self-employed, you know, business owner Individual, or whatever. Right. Like, that's, yeah, that's all you have. But at the same time, like, yeah, it's not realistic for you to say, oh, we're only going to do one person at a time. Mm. Where? And it's also like, you, is it worth the risk, I guess you can say. Right. You may know, you know what you do, but you are, mm-hmm. you do not know what other people are doing. You don't. Exactly. Who they've they been around. Know. Yeah. Exactly. Because they have no clue for real for about this virus. You just Facts. don't know it. And I mean, yeah. you're already risking it going to grocery stores, but of course, that's something we right. gotta do. But get my right. hair, Mike, as bad as I need it done. <laughs> we on struggle mode over here. I'm because. because this bonnet and these wraps are gonna hold me down. <laughs> and that's the only reason I didn't have to unwrap my hair is because we're doing telehealth services, so we doing mostly video chats and shit. This is the only mm-hmm. reason why I didn't have to unwrap my hair. I told my supervisor yesterday, like, if it wasn't for these video calls, my hair be wrapped up every day. Like, I didn't went back into maternity leave mode because if you think about it, not much changed for me either because exactly. I had only been back to work for a week before they put us, before they sent us home and was like, y'all working from home. Oh, wow. I had only been back for a week. Amir went to daycare for two weeks because the first week that like I was transition. home, yeah, the first week that I was home, daycare was still open. So he, I told Aaron, take me to daycare. Daycare open, go ahead and take it. But then after that, he's been home since. So it's like we done went back to maternity right. leave, basically. Mm. I was on, I only went back to the office for a week and was sent back home. The only difference is that I have to work, I have to try and homeschool my child. And I have to try yeah. and take care of an infant. Facts. So Facts. Aaron still has to work, huh? Aaron, Aaron attempted to work from home for a week, and it was a mess because <laughs> the equipment that they sent was trash. But apparently, like I was telling um, Brandon a couple weeks ago, um, apparently they ordered bad phones or something. I don't know what happened. But mm-hmm. anyway, he was having trouble working from home. So last week, he started going back to the office. He took off. He was off on Monday. He took off Tuesday. Um, or maybe he took off Tuesday and Wednesday. I don't remember. And then Thursday, he went back. Black women office. know how to talk. I'm telling you all that Thursday right now. On the weekends right now. But they was only supposed to have five to ten minutes. Like, oh, they they about to start it's my cousin and queen. Back to the office. That was a joke. Um, 
I'm gonna go ahead and get the microphone. And then we're gonna finish this episode. Black women do love their hair, though, as well. I ain't lying. I'm not lying. Yeah. Say, okay, wait, let's shut this all down again because complete bad idea. Yep. And then I'm, I'm like, I'm not even aware. Decrease the numbers or anything. It's just like nothing. Like there was no kind of all the more reason that it. I had them on mute, by the way. That's some nigga shit. That's some nigga shit. Now you want to open up the state in phases of 14 days, which is ironically the number of days that it may take for you to show symptoms mm. to then determine whether or not you move on to phase two. Talking her shit. Hold on. Now. What? Oh yeah, you talk. You talking that shit? <laughs> like that don't even make sense. Y'all talking it's that like shit? A complete mess Damn. out of here. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so they they talk about yeah they talking about fourteen days and and daycares and stuff. It's, oh it's hell no! You can kiss your, kiss because, my black ass on that one. Yeah, and that's why I said I wouldn't sit and stand back no way. Like I got an infant in the house. I'm not about to risk right. none Fuck of our that. health for that matter. Mm-mm. Like. But the fact that they saying, okay, each phase is in 14, is 14 days long, and so they're going to open up the state on the first, well, 14 days is the 15th. I'm not sending my child back to school for six days, five days, whatever. Oh my, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like, that don't even make sense. So, now nah, we're going to go on and stay home, and we're going to make this homeschool work as best as we can. As right. much of a struggle as it is, like, I honestly, I feel like these teachers, well, it's not even the teachers. I feel like these school districts are being unrealistic by mm-hmm. the amount of work that they are providing, that they are mm-hmm. giving to these kids, knowing that the parents are trying to work from home. It's not like we just at home chilling because mm-hmm. we lost our job. It's like most of us are working from home. I can't be working and have him working on his work in another room because he can't do it all by himself. That's just the reality yep. of it because he wouldn't be doing it all by himself if he were at school. Facts. So why expect him to do it all by himself at home? No. Yeah. So that's why I say I literally just finished helping him with, with one of his reading assignments because they got, his teacher got him reading a book and they got to answer the questions after the book. Well, Julian don't comprehend well. So Julian did one out of four, two out of four. It's like, oh, nah, we not. Mm, nope, we got to go back and redo this. <laughs> nah. That's like my sister. Her teachers, they just uploading the assignments on sign out. Yeah. Video. They still going. I I haven't I haven't been able to put the phone down. This is this is black people. Like this is black people. When black people get on the phone, the conversation can go for a minute until somebody jump in and just be like, "Hey, I gotta go." So I definitely do. We making it work. I definitely do appreciate your guys' time. Um, I got all, I got all that stuff. I hope you guys listened to this episode because I did mute you. Um, so if you, if you want to hear what I said, you'll be able to by listening to it. Uh oh. If you two want to give out your information on where you can be reached, Quinn, I ain't forgave you for that princess comment. We in the same chat. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to give out your information where people can reach you. Well, you know, I'm Princess. Oh, my God. Psych, <laughs> now, you know, I'm on all platforms as Tiffin Chocolate. I'm not really going to spell it. Um, hopefully, Brandon <laughs> puts it on, like, the flyer or something. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> 
I'm um, primarily on um, Facebook. I get on Instagram periodically, but on uh, Facebook, I'm Letitia Matlock. She's a Facebook mom. <laughs> I am that mom. Mm-hmm. Yes, you guys are. So, again, I do appreciate your guys' time. Love you all. Thank you for giving your intake on black people. And, yeah, i got to finish this episode so I can let these black kids out their rooms. Free the kids. Yep. Right. Free the babies. Yeah, free the heathens. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye. So, yeah, that that was my cousin Tisha, and that was Quinn. Again, I ain't forgave her for that princess comment, so we're going to talk about that. But as you can see, I mean, that's that's black moms. That's another issue that black people are going through, um, you know, nowadays because of this um, self-distancing thing. A lot of black parents are struggling at homes uh, when it comes to work at home. Um, a lot of black parents are struggling with schoolwork with their children because, again, just like I said, the teachers are giving out too much schoolwork that the teachers are setting an expectation for kids to get all this schoolwork done in one day is completely mind blowing because it seems as if I don't know, maybe they're doubling the work seeing how everybody's out of school and whatnot, but there's no way they have this much schoolwork during the school days. Cause then also as well, you got to think about all the time that they miss. I know in my daughter's school, they get snack time, um, lunch, recess, all that other stuff, you know, also some time before their first school or something, something. So it's just like, where do you guys expect these kids to get all this time to do all this work at, you know? Yeah, that's 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 another issue. Um, Because I know me and my girlfriend, we were talking about that earlier as well. She said that, you know, she was having a conversation about it with one of her coworkers. And it's just like, these teachers are doing too much. And, yeah, like something has to give on that. I don't know, man. But, yeah, that those, again, black moms, you know, giving you some intake on I'm sorry I'm sorry I was reading the text Um, but no yeah just giving their intake on you know the lifestyle of being a black person Um, I was going to talk about black lives matter I may have to do that on another episode Um, however black lives do matter Um, some of you niggas it doesn't though like if you niggas went to jail for killing somebody and shit, your life doesn't matter. I mean, granted, you know, you you should be forgiven for your sins, yes. But it's like those type of actions shouldn't get rewarded. Um, now, just recently, I, I'm not sure who this person is. I, I've never met him a day in my life. But I know my last special guest, um, Chanel, for episode six, uh, she recently posted on Facebook, you know, R.I.P. Jaren. I've been seeing a few R.I.P. Jarens on Facebook and Twitter. Um, just got the details in regards of the story about that shooting. Um, the black on black violence, man, it, it really does got to stop. Like, I wish it would stop. I mean, it's kind of. 
difficult to just be like, yeah, this shit's got to stop right now, and then automatically it just disappears. Because, I mean, that's not how life works, but it, it would be nice if all the black-on-black violence would stop. Truthfully, like, I, I would definitely like to see more black love than black violence, but again, that's just me. Um, RIP to Jerry. Again, I'm, I'm not sure who that was. Never met him a day in my life, but I'm pretty sure he more than likely didn't deserve to lose his life. Um, a lot. Uh, it's a lot of people that's passed because of gun violence that didn't deserve to lose their life. You know, we we already get beaten up with police brutality. Like you just gotta, I don't know. It's just some some point in life, like you just gotta think. Like the whole black on black violence is really a joke. Like it's not something that niggas need to partake in for real. But then other times it's it's like niggas get route, uh, ooh, I'm sorry, rowdy up to the point where it's like, oh, I can't control this shit. I'm down for whatever. I feel like if if you're gonna bring violence into the picture, at least fight it out. You know, taking taking another life, th- that's not cool because you really don't know or understand whose life you're taking away from. You know, if 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 somebody was to shoot me, like you're you're taking me away from a, a lot of people that I care about. You know, a lot of people that I love. You're taking me away from people that actually love me and that actually care about me. You're taking me away from people's lives. And the people that you're, you know, the people, my people, more than likely will try to come find you. If that, if that was the case, you know, but that's that's basically the situation. Like, you got to understand whose life you're taking away. And who's losing that life? Black lives do matter, but I'm I'm not gonna sit up here and say, "Oh, well, the black men, the black men that are in jail, you know, that killed niggas and shit, their lives matter too." Like, if you kill somebody for no reason, like I don't, I don't understand why why I don't know. Like, I can understand like if somebody, you know did something to your children and then you killed them that's acceptable your life matters but if you're just killing people for no reason you don't have a specific reason you're just doing it because it seems cool then yeah that's trash because i'm I'm gonna tell you right now man for real for real and i've i've always i've always lived by this for real you know i've heard this years ago um Anybody can pull the trigger, you know. And honestly, even if if you were to set a gun by a baby, and by the way a baby's finger moves around a lot, a baby could pull the trigger. You know, you're not hard if you pull the trigger. Like you're really not. You're not. You're not a beast. You're not a goon. You're not sweet. Like. You really a cornball if you gonna pull the trigger on a nigga and take his life. Cause like I said, let's say let's say the life that you're taking has a daughter. 
So now he now the life that you just took can't be a father no more. You know, shit like that is trash. It's just trash, man. And that's what I mean by, you know, black people, like, we have to stick together, and I, I hope things can change, especially during these times. But, hey, in my opinion, I honestly think you niggas are going to bring Trump back in the office for a second term. And I've been said that since the first term. I've been said that shit. But, I don't know. It's really on y'all. I ain't got too much. Um, but yeah, no, I'm gonna go ahead and get off the mic. Um, I appreciate everybody answering the calls. I tried to reach out to a few more people, um, but they're not able to make it. So hopefully we'll do this again. I'll probably do a black people part two. Yeah. Yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. had a dream for me to keep pushing. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. You feel me? I, I want to be able to keep going. I want to be able to keep dropping stuff as a black man. You know, as a black man up and coming on, you know, the show, the book. I, I just want to. I want to create whatever adventure that I can go through. No. Yeah, I think I, I think I will do a part two. I might do a part two. And again, that part two is just going to be me. And I'm just going to make more phone calls to other black individuals. That might just be the next episode. I'm not even going to lie to you niggas. For real, for real. Because with this whole social distancing thing, like it's kind of hard to record with people. For real. Some people are scared to record. Some people is just like they they are cautious about the shit. And, you know. It's it's good, bro. Like it's all good. Like and everybody should be cautious about this for real because you never know what could happen. But black black people are ignorant. I guarantee somebody's gonna throw a pool party. Somebody's black ass is gonna throw a pool party in the next couple of weeks, and they better invite my black ass because I'm pulling up black as fuck. You feel me? Y'all need to watch that show. Like that show is hilarious. I don't care what the I don't care what social media is telling you. Whoever told you it was trash, don't listen to them. Listen to me. It's fire. This shit is fire. Wakanda forever. I wouldn't lie to you. Ooh. I don't understand why I didn't talk about Wakanda. Like the actual Wakanda, not the group chat. The actual Wakanda, Black Panther. Killmonger and all that I should have Did that But no yeah uh, Black people part 2 No I'll, pro- I'll probably work on that um, I appreciate You guys tuning in uh, Again this is episode 7 Black people I am from Jupiter I A M 4 R M Jupiter I'm not spelling it no more for you bums um, no, I'm I'm playing. You guys, but I'm, I'm just talking shit. Uh, yeah. Follow the podcast show Instagram, just another podcast show. Facebook, just another podcast show. Twitter, J A P Show underscore. Uh, my personal Twitter is I am from Jupiter. Facebook, Brandon Glasper. Really, don't even add me on Facebook. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna add you. Yeah, I'm not going to add you. Follow me on Twitter. Follow my SoundCloud, just another podcast show. Follow 
my Instagram, I am period for RM Jupiter. Uh, that's my personal page there. Um, but yeah, also as well, guys, go check out that playlist I just dropped for you. Just some playlist part three. I uh, got some heat on there. Um, but yeah, again, I appreciate you guys' time and listen, tuning in. I appreciate everybody for answering the phone calls today. Um, we're going to have to do this again. Definitely. All right. I love you guys. Peace. You've been great. Thank you.